off the ball football. He was lumpy, wasn't he? But how he moved with the ball for someone of that size. Zidane could dance with the ball. Yeah. Could dance with the ball and drop his shoulder. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Four-tier team now. Can you speak to him at all? What do you do you make of that decision, and what do you do you make of that? Has anyone ever played for Ireland and plays in a, a four-tier team? Yeah, I think in the in the long term, it's not ideal. Uh, but certainly, um, James was performing. I mean, the way he did speak to me, um, he said he, you know, his club situation. He was in he was in a predicament, and he, he needed to move. And this is what he 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 had accepted, and um, ultimately he got man of the match against, and albeit against Gibraltar in the last game. So he had uh, performed well in the last window, and he was going to be playing. Whether he was going to be playing three or four games in League One or three and four, three or four games in League Two, I didn't think as a significant difference in the short term for this window. Subsequently, he has been injured. Um, he has been injured and played the other night, so we have named three wing, left wing backs in the squad. So we, we'll see. And it's been a busy week for the FAI with the news of the departure of Vera Pau from the women's national team. Ultimately, in the end, Vera seemed to lose the dressing room. Do you think it's right for higher power to be a factor in why she wasn't kept on in the end? I don't know. Listen, uh, Vera. Um, Vera's legacy will be that Ireland qualified for you know the World Cup and um, it was a great achievement and she did a terrific job uh, as Ireland manager in her time um, and a good relationship with her spoke to her after when she came back from Australia and actually she actually rang me this morning and I spoke to her this morning so um, it obviously wasn't the ending that she wanted but uh, she she can be very proud of her achievements uh, as, uh, you know, as manager to, of the women's team, and she did a did a terrific job. Gavin, uh, hi Stephen. Uh, just on the players that haven't made it, first of all, uh, Callum O'Dowd, Andrew Mbamadele, and, and Troy Parrott. Are they injuries or are they? Yeah, uh, I think Troy Parrott um, had a groin operation, so he's only been training less than a week, and he, in that in that week he's been to Holland, and obviously. Got a got a move to Excelsior on loan, which could be a which could be a really good move for him. He's excited. He's excited by it. Um, I know he came on for a few minutes the other day, uh, but he, he's only been he's only been back training literally a few days, so it's it's too early for Troy here. Callum O'Dowd, uh, unfortunately, yes, they had a scan and he's out for four weeks with uh, tendon tear in his groin, um, so he that was unfortunate and. Andrew Andrew's fully fit, uh, and you know, I rate Andrew so highly. Just all he's out, he's out in Irish team at the moment, and all the other players are playing. Someone in the Premier League in that position, and Shane Duffy's obviously come back in, having been in the first team at Norwich. Yeah, Aaron Connolly is also back. Yeah, listen, Aaron's not really. It's unusual to pick someone who's probably not not starting. He's not been starting for Hull, but. Um, Everyone knows it's not been a straightforward journey for Aaron, but he showed great humility and great determination going back to the under-21 team. 
playing in Israel and uh, playing in the playoffs. And I think he's got a manager there in in Liam Senior who um, he has a very good relationship with, and he's been very good for him. Very good manager, and um, the, you know I think uh, they've a good way of playing, and he. Um, he has a relationship with him from his previous club and he's come on his two goals against Blackburn without standing, you know, real good goals. So uh, he hasn't been starting for Hull, so it's not realistic for him to start for us. But he, he's shown his capacity to come on and get goals in the last couple of weeks. So that's, uh, you know, that's that's why he's included. And just lastly, um, Pesty is in as well. Can he come straight in and play against France, do you think? Because you're going to be short of options yeah, we are in that position. Orthodox players in, in that position for sure. Uh, he's a content. He's in contention, um, and also he can play. Ultimately, we always say in Festi as an attacking player, who's sort of been relocated to right wing back, and um, so obviously he played fifty fifty eight minutes against Juventus, and uh, he was left out. You know, he came on. He made it. A late introduction in the second game, so it's part of it's an interesting journey for them going to Udinese, different culture, new language, uh, tactically different challenges. He's a big learning curve for them, one that he's trying to embrace and trying to improve all the time because he has the capacity for improvement and um, you know he has some some very good uh, attributes. Further questions in the last section, Raji, please. Raf, please, thank you. Stephen, just on the timeline of Matt Doherty's uh, extension of the bans, you said outside it was disappointing, but uh, the red card was in June. I think the meeting in terms of the disciplinary thing from UEFA, it's July, and it's only this week that was communicated, at least publicly, that there was going to be the extra game, which was going to be a France game. So when did you get an indication that this second game was on, uh, on, the, was on the cards? Yeah, no, to be honest, I was... I was constantly on to uh, the operations team in, in in over the last while to say you know we need you know I'm, I'm sure it's only one match you know to me it's a yellow card looking at the video evidence he's just gone over and nudged him with his shoulder the players hit the deck like he's absolutely collapsed on the deck and other players have actually grabbed Matt and he could have collapsed on the deck and the Greek player would have been sent off but he didn't do that and you know, there was no need for the player to hit the deck, number one. And the second thing was that, how, how it's two matches, I'll, I'll just never know. But, uh, you know, I've asked, I asked the, uh, the FAI to contact you, wave the delay, delay, delay. There was no, meet, no, no, no subsequent meeting. Ultimately, we heard a couple of weeks ago, we got the two, ma- two matches. Um, they had a meeting. We had a meeting, had a meeting with our, t- with our legal team. We had a few meetings, loads of video evidence. We viewed it. And under the regulations, under the rules, they felt there wasn't there wasn't a case for an appeal, um, because they're clamped down on the fact that the fact that the two sets of players were involved after that um, exacerbates the the actual incident, and that 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 that's what led to the two matches. Yeah, it's it's obviously obviously he's a good relationship with his manager at Swans who's taken him there. It's good you know, it's they've had a very, very strong squad, Southampton. I've been to see them obviously and uh 
they they have a a lot of good players um and he's having to play in a different position really this year and that um, he's not really getting forward uh, he has his play, playing in a not in a building in a tree so they isolate the winger one on one they let the winger go one on one against the fullback and he doesn't support the play so he just um rotates possession but he gets a lot of touches and never gives it away um but probably he's had to adapt to that 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 style if you like um an occasional underlap but so he's obviously a very good footballer uh having been really when he played with the under 21 team uh previously uh, he had been a, a number 10 you know he'd been a number 10 so he, he is technically a good player